This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, here with you every single Saturday at 11 to help you navigate that car of yours. Now, I'm not talking about navigate driving around town like that screen on the dash you might have, but how to go in and get a good repair experience or find a shop or understand what you're getting or why you're getting what somebody might be suggesting and how to have a conversation about that repair so that you can be informed and educated about your car so when inevitably you break down, which we hope doesn't happen, or someone suggests that you need something, they in a confidence or comfort zone to be able to talk about it. So that's what we're here for. And I got a couple little stories I'll share from the shop this week that I personal experience with and some trends that we're seeing. So if you have any questions or want to play along with us and give us a call, give any feedback, and uh, we're more than welcome, and we'd love to have you call in at 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. And if you text, we do that at 411923. So we've talked about it a little bit in the past. I mean, pricing, you know, what's the price of stuff? It's, you know, car repair is not like buying a jar of peanut butter. I mean, you go to Walmart or Fry's, you know, it's, you know, within a few cents and they're, they're apples to apples comparisons, so to, so to speak. So tell a little bit of story of a new customer that uh, I just happened to handle from the beginning and, and I was at the shop and, she pulled in. She was across the street at the DMV place, new to town, and had to check engine light. She couldn't get her emissions test done because she had to check engine light. So I explained to her that, you know, it's probably a couple hundred dollars to diagnosis. This is a late model German brand SUV. And I uh, explained to her, you know, it's probably a couple hundred dollars diagnosis. So I oh, kind of cringed at that. And, and, um, but wasn't ready to leave the car, had some errands to run. I said, well, let me walk out and take a look. Let me see what the code is. Kind of like they do at the auto part story. We'll check the code. And the code doesn't tell you a whole lot, really. Gives you what neighborhood to start looking in. So I did that. I checked the code. It had a, a code for uh, something about the water flow or whatever the, uh, um, the exact description. I don't have it in front of me right now, but I will in a minute. Um, about water flow. And I looked. I noticed her coolant te- level was a little bit low, but not enough to where it would be causing this light to come on or this particular problem. So I topped off her coolant level. I mean, it took, you know, 10 ounces of water, if that. Um, and, and then I erased the code. I said, I'll go ahead and clear the code for you. We know what it was. And maybe you can drive for a couple days and uh, maybe sneak through emissions and deal with it later. Well, she came right back in and said the light came back on. I thought you cleared it. I did. Well, what I forgot is a lot of times these are two-trip failures or it's a hard failure. So I said, well, let's go back out again. We pulled it back up by the bay this time instead of doing it in the parking lot. And I hooked up to the uh, the computer, and we scanned and cleared the code. It was for sure cleared. Started the car back up. Boom, check engine light came right back on. It's got a problem. needs to be diagnosed. Fast forward to the next day. We get it in. We get it checked out. It needs a water pump. Now, I could read. I don't know if this is, would go over well, Carrie. I don't know. Should I read this, Carrie? Do we have enough time? What do you think? Yeah, you got yeah, four, you got four so, minutes. So I'll try to do this okay. if I can okay. see yeah. with my eyes and and how close I'm to the screen and whatnot. So here's what my technician verifies. He says, we verified the concern with the cooling system-related fault. Scan vehicle for fault found 15470B00B700 engine coolant flow low performance. Verified live data. Coolant temperature 188.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Coolant temperature at engine startup was 121.1 degrees Fahrenheit. Coolant temperature at radiator outlet actual value 118 degrees. Coolant temperature at engine outlet specified value is 188. Coolant temperature at radiator output specified value 54.4. Coolant temperature difference between engine and radiator. Unplugged sensors verify plausibility. Coolant sensor is an internal coolant pump is showing implausible default uh, value regardless of status of connector plugged or unplugged. 
Temperature dropped on radiator, 12 degrees Celsius. Temperature drop. Activated fans to verify that they're working. Coolant pump has strong flow. Coolant pump wiring does not show signs of coolant ingress. Pressure-tested cooling system visually inspected for leaks found the coolant pump has dried coolant accumulation trailing down the engine. The coolant pump is leaking and has electronically failed, resulting in a check engine light. We will need to replace the pump. Verified in the wiring harness is not damaged from any any during the repair. We will advise if we find any other issues. So yeah, that's the diagnosis. That is a person. That's not a machine telling you. No, that. that's not like the you know you hook up the all the heart monitors and the doctors looking at all those squiggly lines. Yeah. They're not telling you anything. It doesn't say the guy's having a heart attack. The interpretation of all those signals right. is what says the guy's having a heart attack yeah. or or whatever. But what I'm getting at in this, there's two things. Your car has to be properly diagnosed to be repaired. You have to understand what you're getting. Now let's fast forward. So we call Mrs. German luxury car owner and tell her, um, you know, your repair, including the diagnosis, yeah. is about $1,700. And I think I heard the chair fall over. Sure. And actually, I'm not the one that called no, her. That's John, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot of money. Yeah. It, John called her. Um, um, I wasn't there. I wasn't the one to call to tell her tell her anything about it. And then she was like, oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah. She did some price shopping in the meantime. Of course. She called John back, said, I'm going to have you go ahead and do the job, but I want Matt to call me. Yeah. So I called her, and I say, hey, what's going on? You know, I, so we're fixing the car. She goes, you know, Matt, I, I'm going to go ahead and have you do it. But I want you to know, I, I checked around, at, I called Audi, and they're only $1,100 for the water pump. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way. Let's take off the $200 diagnosis. Yeah. So now we're $1,500 instead of $1,700 or whatever. It's just not possible. Yeah. So I start thinking. So I called Audi yeah. as a consumer. Hey, I'm going to replace the water pump on my... Oh, I gave up the brand now, Audi. I said German car. Uh-oh. Oopsie, I slipped. Okay. Anyway, no, that was serious. So I called them. How much did you replace the water pump? 1100 bucks. Uh, okay. I'm just, just I'm baffled by it. So now I call the parts department. I said, hey... How do you service the water pump? Meaning, how do you sell it? Well, they sell just the water pump. But here's what maybe where we didn't communicate to hers what was going on. When we service the water pump on that car, we buy a water pump different than that way Audi services it. If you heard me talking about that diagnosis, there was electrical failures. There's electric thermostats. There's there's controls inside this plastic housing that control how the water flows. That is, when we do it, that is a part of the water pump. Right. It's They go hand in hand. Well, you can just go bolt a water pump to that plastic composite housing for $1,100. But guess what? That's not fixing her car. Exactly. So she got a phone price for a water pump, which was not going to fix her car. That wasn't going to turn off her check engine light. So we would have serviced the whole thing, and we did. Right. But there's a communication thing there. Maybe we didn't communicate what we were doing exactly for $1,700, and we simplified it as a water pump. And maybe, you know, so then when she called her comparison... To get the price, they just gave her a price for a water pump. And after the break, we'll explain why. This yes, exactly. I know it starts yeah. to go on no, longer, no. but yeah, You're it's making a good point. Yeah, it, but it, it's it's difficult when you have to make an apples to apples comparison. And then we definitely, definitely had a different apple for sure. So six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven, and if you want to text four one one nine two three. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurt's, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at MyCarHurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurtz. I own a rare 1936 Rolls-Royce Phantom 3 that's been in my family for years. Needless to say, it's precious to me.
to me. When I decided to get it professionally detailed, I checked out all the reviews and gave Scott Drummond at Showcase Mobile Detailing a call. Their mobile service is super convenient. They're always on time and bring their own sterilized water for interior and exterior detailing. They even do engine cleaning. I'm Jeff, and I now use Showcase for all my family's vehicles. Check them out at ShowcaseMobileDetailing.com. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H9 Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. single Saturday at 11. So I started getting going on that story a little bit, maybe got off a little bit, but it's a lot to talk about. I started talking about the diagnosis, and if you're just joined, talking about this expensive German car with a repair. And to oversimplify, the car needed a water pump. But the way we service that in the aftermarket, we buy a complete water pump and thermostat housing assembly complete with electronics and a very specific water pump drive belt because the water pump gets driven off the camshaft, not off the big serpentine belt that everything else drives. So the job was $1,700 or, or around there. But then Audi dealer quoted it $1,100. It wasn't the same job, and I finally figured out why. When they quoted the water pump, now this car's got 80,000 miles on it. They quoted just replacing the water pump portion, like you might think of your traditional water pump in your Chevy, Ford, or Toyota. Nobody in their right mind should or would re- go bolt a, a new metal water pump to a plastic composite part that has a high failure rate. But even if they would have replaced that water pump for $1,100, she had the electrical f- failure of the other part of the water pump that they didn't quote they didn't know about. So I guess my point is make sure we're always asking questions. We as a shop maybe need to do a better job sometimes of explaining exactly what you're getting. And I was really excited to find this out. I was so excited that I had to call her back because even though she approved the repair, I said, look, I'll review everything. And if we've got wiggle room, I certainly want to keep you as a customer. And, and, but there's just it just doesn't make sense. I mean, 5 or 10% maybe, but not, not $700. It's just not possible. Well, the story would have changed when she got to that German car dealership and, and found out. She would have been had a rude awakening. It would have been way more money than what we even quoted. So the point is, I guess, several things. Let's so make sure we're communicating and asking questions when we're getting our car fixed. Building that relationship and price shopping over the phone is really where I started with this. It's just hard to do. We had a price shop on it, another car, an Audi. And the guy said, oh, they." I called somebody else and they said this much. I said, would well, you have your license plate number and your VIN number to share with me so I can look it up? And so I, I quickly, just for entertainment purposes, I want to talk to the guy. And I go, well, I don't understand how they quoted you because do you have 310-millimeter rotors? Do you have 330-millimeter rotors? Or do you have the 355-millimeter rotors? I don't know. Well, if you don't know, and they've never seen your car, how are they even price-quoting brakes for your car? It makes a huge difference. The difference between the if that car had a sport package and 355-millimeter rotors versus not a sport package with 310-millimeter rotors, it's a $400, $500 difference. So anyway, take your phone quotes with a grain of salt. 602-277-5827. 602-277-5827. 
5827. If you want to call in any question, doesn't matter what I'm talking about. We're seeing a lot of people going in. There's a lot of recalls again right now. It's kind of strange. We're having a lot of people come into the shop for a second opinion on suggested items. Um, I spoke with Tim this morning, and, and it, this was his his uh, idea or his thought that, Matt, we're seeing a lot of people coming in from recalls with this laundry list of work that needs to be done, and half of it doesn't need to be done. They're overly aggressively selling things, for example, control arm bushings and stuff like that. So I think this all goes back to the mantra of the show. We want you to build a relationship with your repair shop. So 602 602- Two seven seven five eight two seven, or you can text us at four one one nine two three. We've got Brandy with a pretty new hot rod on the phone. I think Brandy, how can we help you? I think that's a Mach E. Is that a Ford Mustang Mach E? Yes, it is. All right, how are we doing today? What can I help you with on that car? Besides, go drive it. We're for you. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm coming up on uh, two year. You know a little bit higher on the mileage, so getting close to the 30,000-mile uh, mark, and wondering if I should be looking at getting the extended warranty since these are just such new cars and don't really know, you know, kind of what might go wrong with it. I know there's some, there's been some issues with the batteries that I have not had yet, but that's covered under the longer warranty, but I'm looking at all the other well, I think you, extra I, things. I think you missed last week's show because we talked about some extended warranties and how horrible oh. some, uh, some of them are. So you could go, and I don't know that you'll find a whole lot there. Go to bumper to bumperradio.com and you can if it's posted now, you can listen to last week's show. I will tell you this. Very carefully look into that. If they're advertising on late night TV or any other form of advertising like that, and you can buy something by making payments. You don't want to buy mm-hmm. it. Stay away from it. Um, I don't have any skin in the game with any of them, but the one I do like is CNA. Traveler's okay. Insurance has a good one. There's one called MPP. But I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know how those work when you're talking about an all-electric vehicle. Some of them have exclusions of a maximum payout, for example. Um, okay. You know, like we had a caller, somebody texted in last week that said, hey, I've got, you know, I have a Nissan and it has this CVT transmission. And I heard when they go out, they're $7,000 and I've got, you know, 90,000 miles. Should I buy an extended warranty? Well, if you look mm-hmm. at the fine print, they'll have a maximum payout of $2,500, for example, on, on a failure, on a transmission. That might be a thing. So in your case, there might be a battery limit. They might only contribute a certain amount towards the battery. So I, I think, generally speaking, it's like the casino. Same thing with the warranty company or the insurance company. They're going to win 97% of the time. You know, they're going to keep right. most of the money. So it is a gamble. Um, they're not in the business of paying out, even though that's what they do. So I, I would right. I would um, tread lightly, and I would very carefully read the policies and, and see what the coverages and such are. Uh, same example on that Nissan last week, like I told the, the person, I think they texted in. That warranty company is not going to buy you a new $7,000 transmission. They're only obligated to make you like you were right before it failed. So they'll do what they call LKQ, like, kind, and quality. They will replace that transmission with a used transmission, but maybe only up to a $2,500 value. So you've got some homework to do, Brandy. I I really hope you enjoy the car. Um, You can maybe go in and talk to the dealership guys. I don't necessarily like an extended warranty that ties you to the dealership. But in this case, this is a new Mach-E. There's not a whole lot of people that are out there working on electric vehicles only. Right. So you might look at getting one or possibly talking to the service department, go in there and and see what their experience is on pattern failures and stuff like that. But tread lightly. Um, Don't buy the late night one on the TV show that takes $49 payments for the rest of your life. And, 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 And then... The other thing I think about them, you want to get the one. There's a difference whether it's 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 whether it's an insurance policy or whether it's a service contract. They're regulated differently by the Arizona 
Board of Insurance and Finance. So there's, oh. there's different things there, too. And again, just listen to last week's show, and I think you'll find some some more answers there, too. So really, thank you for the call, and thanks for listening. We appreciate that, Brandy, and I hope you en- enjoy that car. Because I know in my right, car, thank you. I can never keep up with those electric cars. They're too fast <laughs> right off the line. But they are tire eaters. So we're going to quickly, I think I can make it happen, um, Martin and Gila, or Gila, here I am, Gila. Sound like a tourist. Wow, from, hey, I'm, hi, in, I'm, in, I'm in Martin and Gila Bend with a 2014 yes. Ford. How we doing, Martin? Oh, we're doing good, but the car, not too good. Right? What's going on with it? Uh, okay. Uh, it's got that uh, Ford Fiesta SE with that dual-clutch transmission. Uh, yeah. And uh, they have a recall on it for the transmission control module. Uh-huh. And uh, so I took it into Ford because it it, uh, it only has first, third, and fourth. It doesn't have second. It's the reverse. Right. So they diagnosed, they diagnosed it and said that uh, uh, Click Ford said that it's the clutches that is bad on them. But they want $4,300 to replace the two clutches. I'm like... I, you know, there's, there's got to be a, another shop that can do it, but uh, that's my question. Do, do you guys know of a shop well, that can just replace the clutches? Uh, yes and no. So you ha- now you you have to get out of your mind if you have in your mind, depending on what generation you're from and what your mechanical experience is. Those dual clutches are not clutches that are just a clutch like you think of when you step on the clutch pedal in your old F-150 or your 280Z or whatever it is. Those dual clutches are inside the transmission. It is a wet, uh-huh. I hope I'm saying this all right, it's a wet clutch, it's internal, so it's just not a matter of taking the transmission out and putting a new clutch in, it's actually rebuilding the transmission is really what it's doing. I do know Ford did have an extension on those, I'm sure if you've got the dealer, they they had a Goodwill extension for a while, and they did have some recalls and stuff, so they are probably right. Maybe it's worth a second opinion. You can search around and, and, and find, uh, maybe check bumper to bumper radio. But uh, that's why I would suggest for you. We got lots of open lines 602 277 5827. And text me at the break 411 923. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family owned and operated full service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Will come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com. And yes, that's champsfamilyautomotive.com. Glenn at Goodworks Auto Repair here. For 19 years, we have served the East Valley at the 101 in Broadway in Tempe. We have 15 service bays to accommodate you, your car, truck, or hybrid with convenient drop-off and pickups. And we offer a five-year, 60,000-mile part and labor warranty on repairs, one of the best warranties in the state. But we don't just fix your car. We treat you like family. Experience old-fashioned service the way it should be. Visit our website at goodworksautorepair.com to book your appointment today. Did you buy a lemon? If you've had repairs under warranty, your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at HammerLemonLaw.com. That's HammerLemonLaw.com. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We are in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Breaking news is always first. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, now. KTAR News time is 1130. I'm Troy Barrett. KTAR News. 
Water Watch. The city of Mesa is urging residents to consider skipping a winter lawn this year. Donna Francesco with the Mesa's Environmental and Sustainability Department says that decision comes with some possible savings. The savings on the water is definitely one component, but you'll also save on purchasing the seed, uh, organic cover for the seed to keep the birds from eating it, fertilizers, and all those other things. She adds a square foot of ryegrass takes about eight gallons to grow. The price of gas inching up a little bit uh, into the weekend. The statewide average for a gallon of gas is $4.35. That's up $0.07 cents from last week. And AAA says the Valley average is also up $0.07 cents from a week ago at $4.55 a gallon. Time to check traffic now. Live from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center, here's Tom Keeble. Well, Troy, the main lines are looking pretty good. There are some trouble spots. I-17 at northbound is closed between Thunderbird Road and Pinnacle Peak. We are seeing some delays as you approach Cactus Road. Also, in the East Valley, we have the ramp closed. U.S. 60 westbound to the Interstate 10 westbound. We're seeing some delays as you approach that junction as well. And then out in the West Valley, we had a brief road closure for a about 10 minutes. I-10 eastbound at State Route 85. That road was briefly closed, but it is reopened. There are cars passing through, but uh, that was closed for a load spill, and there is still debris on the road, so if you are headed in that direction, expect to uh, get a little bit messy. If you want to avoid it altogether, you could take Calo Verde South to Southern Avenue, east to Miller Road, and then north back to the Interstate 10. Well, otherwise, that's what's happening on the streets for traffic. Tom KTAR News. Looking for a high of 113 today. Right now it's 102 in Gilbert. Weather's brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. This hasn't been much of a monsoon for the valley. Lots of clouds. Very little of this. We've got about a month to go for our official monsoon season. And KTAR News is your go-to for up-to-the-moment information when monsoon storms finally arrive. Follow the monsoon on the KTAR News app in 92.3. What's the best used car to buy? And how should I make sure I'm buying the right car or truck? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accord Automotive. I get this question all the time, and sometimes the best used car you can buy is the one you're driving. But when it's not, or you're looking for a new, gently used vehicle for yourself or a loved one, make sure you get a vehicle inspection before you fork over your hard-earned cash. Let us do a thorough inspection so you can be confident you made the right choice. Give us a call or schedule an appointment online at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Accurate Automotive. Friends serving friends. Old-fashioned service with all the latest in modern technology. It's not a dream. It's what they do at Import Car Specialists. Conveniently located in the Biltmore area, right off the 51 at Indian School. The expert team at Import Car Specialists look forward to solving all of your import service needs. So bring in your classics, that old Triumph, Alfa Romeo, or maybe your new BMW, Mercedes, or Audi. They can take care of all of it for you. Check them out today at ImportCarSpecialists.com. Hi, I'm Marcus with Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott with Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Together, we've teamed up to become the highest-rated mobile automotive detailers in Arizona. Our mobile fleets provide you with award-winning professional detailing services conveniently done right at your home or office. Interior, exterior, basic wash to full detailing. There's even engine detailing and ceramic services available. Yep, we do it all. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. Hey, guys. Champ here with Champs Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. your car's favorite show, Bumper to Bumper. All 
righty, welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy. Just want to remind you, Bumper to Bumper Radio.com is here 24 hours a day, seven days a week to help you. You can always go there and listen to some old shows, just like uh, the last caller with a Mach-E asking about the extended warranties. Well, we talked about that last week. We probably talked about it 65 weeks ago and 120 weeks ago, so you might be able to find a couple shows and, and gain some insight there. You're going to find uh, auto repair shops that are good around the valley, some body shops, detail guys, and we have finally found a towing partner. It's always think about your tow trucks, but we've got, and we're welcoming to the Bumper to Bumper family, professional towing. I know I'm going to slaughter this because I'm trying to read off of my cell phone here, but um, here we go, Michael. <laughs> Where did I go? Professional towing and recovery. They've just joined the Bumper to Bumper family. They're going to be our preferred towing service provider for all your automobile needs. They tow equipment. They tow your high-end cars. They tow your normal breakdowns. They do road service for when you break down on the side of the road and you call Geico or whoever. We're going to have them come in. Cali Al Baruti, the owner, great towing company. I've done my research. I about fell on the floor when I saw they have 534 reviews on Google with like a Almost a perfect score. That's unheard of with the towing company. I've seen their equipment around town. So if you're ever in an accident, you need a tow, you have a breakdown, we finally got a service provider for you, and we're looking forward to having professional towing and recovery in the studio to talk about their services and what they provide for you. So moving your forklift, moving your Ferrari, or even your, uh, you know, your Camry, whatever it is. They can take care of it for you. So we're looking forward to having and them on. And you know towing. And I know towing. No, yeah. I used to have 19 oh, sure. tow trucks. Yeah. It's a difficult yeah. business. I had towing from 1997 to about 2005. And it is a extremely challenging business. And these guys do a very good job you of it. You can tell by their rating, like you said, doing yeah, the homework. Yeah, and so I, I quite honestly think that I've had service through them through my road service, through my, cool. uh, through my insurance. So welcome aboard, guys, and we'll get you in here. Uh, and Michael, I hope I did, <laughs> did that right without you my glasses great. and everything. So whatever. 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. If you like to text, you can do that at 411923. I'm going to read a couple text messages because nobody apparently wants to call me today. It's 602 602- Two seven seven five eight two seven. Someone says, "Great show offer." When I go to Toyota, they want me to do all the flushes. Which ones do you recommend? Now, I don't really like the word flush, and I try to quit using it. I say I flush my toilet, not my car. <laughs> so, so I, I, the ones that I recommend are the ones that you need. It's determining which ones you need. So I don't know. What you have on your Toyota, what they what they want to do an exchange of fluid, but I'll tell you we can talk about some of those fluids and so brake fluid. The Germans forever have been saying flush. There I go, use the word exchange, change, replace, whatever word you want to use the brake fluid every two years. Some of the American sports cars like now that's the that's a standard in Corvette, for example. But brake fluid by nature is hydroscopic, which means it's going to attract moisture. And when you get moisture, you get corrosion. And when you have moisture in brake fluid, it loses its, its ability to also to lubricate. It's a hydraulic oil or fluid. So then you accelerate the wear on the moving parts. So we can actually test that brake fluid. We're going to test it for moisture content. And we're going to test it for copper content. If it's got a high copper content, it's wearing out the internal cylinders of, of the of the braking system. If you get enough moisture in there, it could cause corrosion on some of the anti-lock brake component valves and stuff. So that does need to be changed. Now, I've seen cars with the brake fluid looks like a cup of coffee, but it passes all the tests. I would still service it. Okay, Coolant, your radiator does need to be serviced occasionally. Toyota puts in a long-life coolant. Probably the first service is 100,000 miles on many cars. 
The se- but it's not 100,000 the second time. The second time is a 50,000-mile interval. But what we're seeing is we're seeing water pumps failing before the coolant is even due to be serviced. So if you have a water pump or some kind of cooling system failure, you're probably going to service and change that, that fluid then. Um, transmission fluid. That's one that I don't care what the manual says. I think you should cut the interval in half or somewhere about that after having a conversation with your service advisor of how you use your vehicle. If you're towing all the time, you need to change your transmission fluid more often. Heat is the killer of transmissions. And what do we have in Arizona a lot? Heat. And we've got some hills. You know, I just bought a new little off-road vehicle, and I'm going to have to buy a trailer, and I'm going to start towing with my truck that just turned 200,000 miles. So guess what I'm going to do? Even though it was done probably 30,000 miles ago, I'm going to go service my transmission and make sure that's got the best synthetic fluid money can possibly buy to go in that Toyota transmission to protect it when I start towing that rig up the hill. Carrie has something. Yeah, not a flushable thing necessarily, but you guys, you talked about in the past when you tow extra differential fluid. Well, yeah, th- yeah, that's not, uh, you're right, that's not a flush, but then there's the other fluids that you need to consider changing on service intervals. You have your differential, which is your rear wheel drive, or if it's a four-wheel drive, you're going to have a front differential. You might have a transfer case. Well, you not might. You're going to if you have an all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive vehicle. So, again, it, it's funny. They want to do all these flushes, but justify them. Now, some people say, just go by your owner's manual. I'm sorry to tell you the owner's manual is not the Bible. It is a guide to the life of your car. You can deviate from that guide at times. There's times when you when you should and times when you shouldn't. So, you know, it just depends. You need to get, maybe, again, it's worth a second opinion. Find a low, instead of going to the Toyota dealership, go to bumper-to-bumperradio.com and find the shop in your neighborhood. I can tell you that all these quotes, I'm using air quotes here, all these quote air, all these flushes that they want to do, they're not going to make your car break down over the next five or ten or fifteen thousand miles. Your Toyota could probably honestly go a hundred without even touching any of them. We've seen it happen. It's not going to be a nice Toyota when that happens. But I would definitely get a second opinion and ask the questions: Why do I need to do this? What happens if I don't do it? And can we separate them? Is there a time if it's a budgeting concern? Have that conversation, and we want to educate you about your car so you can make these good decisions. I still don't have any phone calls, guys. We've got broken phone lines. I don't know if it's like my buddies the other night. I saw on Facebook they're out at the bar having a happy hour drink with some old friends. I said, damn, sounds like my phone must be broken. I think the same thing's happening here at the station. Nobody's calling me. So 602 277 5827 is 602-277-KTAR. Real quick one here. You guys hear anything about the new BMW i3s? Little electric ones. Seen some good deals, but worried. I don't know a whole lot about them. Be cautious of a good deal. Always, always, always. I can't stress enough. If you're going to buy a used car, have it checked out before you buy it. And have it checked out by somebody that knows how to service it. Not just the neighbor that worked on a car one time in college. So we'll take a quick break. Lots of open lines, 602-277-5827 or text 411-923. We'll be right back. This is Glenn Hayward, owner and founder of Goodworks Auto Repair in sunny Tempe. Family owned and operated since 2004. Have you ever gone to a repair shop and felt confused like they were pushing a bunch of repairs on you that you don't understand? At Goodworks, we perform a digital inspection which provides photos and easy to understand information so you can make an informed decision. How easy? We categorize the findings into three categories. Green for what is good. Yellow for services that need to be done soon so that you can budget for them in the future and orange for services we recommend you do immediately to avoid severe problems or safety issues that could leave you stranded and our work is covered with a five-year 60,000 mile warranty one of the best warranties in the state visit us at goodworksautorepair.com that's goodworksautorepair.com to make your appointment and experience what it means when we say we advise but you decide did you buy a lemon If you've had repairs under warranty, 
your vehicle may qualify as a lemon under the Arizona Lemon Law. Don't let them give you the runaround. You're not on your own. The law is on your side, and so am I. Hi, this is Henry with Hammer Law, Arizona's lemon law firm. Enforce your rights under the Arizona Lemon Law. Call Henry and drop the hammer. Call 480-480-1014 or check us out at hammerlemonlaw.com. That's hammerlemonlaw.com. Bunker to Bunker is celebrating the return of fall with their fall frolic. Two-person scramble on Saturday, September 16th at Augusta Ranch Golf Club with proceeds benefiting PGA Hope. The event is loaded with prizes, raffle, lunch, and a special breakfast and sneak preview of Augusta Ranch's brand new Top Tracer Range practice facility. There's even a coupon for a second round of golf, all for just $85. It's open to the public, but space is limited. So register today at BunkerGolf.com. Asking you shall receive. The phone lines blew up. They, during the break, they're busy answering phone calls, and they're Bryce going crazy, trying to figure things out and get the calls handled. And we got some coming in, got these text messages answered. So welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I hope I answered all the questions about that text and, and brought you some perspective when it comes to flushing or exchanging fluid, fluids and such. Then they do all need to be done at certain times. But again, just talk about it with your with your service advisor and, 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 and have them validate the reason why. So Jasmine and Gilbert's got a uh, 2011 Nissan Juke. Jasmine, how can we help you today? Hi. Hi. Uh, by the way, I love your show. Thank you so much for all the advice over the years. Anyway. Great. Um, so, 2011 Nissan Duke, the cluster went out. Nissan quoted, I don't know, $3,000 to fix it. I just rolled my eyes, went online, got a new cluster, gave the teenage girl a screwdriver, told her to YouTube it, and she changed it out herself. Sweet. This is where we're at. Made her do it. So not only did she change out the cluster, she remembered to reconnect the battery appropriately and then took it for a test drive. So it worked. Everything's good. The problem is is that with the new cluster, the mileage is incorrect, right? Yes. And so what the question is, is what do you ask for? Like, if I know I need to bring it in to someone to do some magic and make it right. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> what I know. So now you did. Did you get a used cluster or a new cluster? It's a used cluster, so it has fifty-eight thousand miles on it. Have more miles or less miles? <laughs> less miles. Well, it's a twenty eleven Juke. So the, oh, yeah. the Juke itself, when we brought it into Nissan, they they wrote you know one hundred and forty on the paperwork, sure. so we knew exactly what the mile was when sure. we checked it in. And so, then, well, it wasn't. You can't exactly drive around Gilbert with no speedometer because when right, the cops pull you right. over, you can't say, I don't know how fast that was going. E- Look, exactly. Right? So that's the part <laughs> with these cars now. So now part of that multi-thousand dollar repair, part of it was the labor, part of it was right. the part, and part or a section of that was going to be the programming. So now you've right. got to take it either to the dealer or to a shop that does programming. You're in Gilbert. H&I Automotive is the place you should be going um, out, okay. out in Gilbert. I'm sure they can do the programming for you. A lot of us do it in-house ourselves. A lot of us have where we hook up a computer in our diagnostic system, and then another company logs in and takes control and does the programming for us. So it just depends. Okay. But, yeah, they should be able to rewrite that. Now, that's on a new one. I, I'm not 100% certain on the ability to change the mileage. There could be some little snafus in there, so I'm not exactly how that how that sure how okay. that works and, and what they and part of that repair process too i'm getting a little bit into the weeds here you might have to go reinstall the old one unfortunately gather the data from it then put the new one in and then transfer the data back to the other one that's sometimes how it works with some of the other modules so i'm not 100 okay. percent sure on that so it, it, that's okay yep. the teenager knows how to do it she's not 
Yeah. He's got that. Let her keep doing it six ways from Sunday, right? Sure, but they gotta, <laughs> you just got to get it over and get it programmed. So try those guys over at H&I. And congratulations to the teenager who did that. That's that's pretty cool. So thanks for the call, Jasmine. Larry in, um, let's see, Larry in Maricopa, 2011 Toyota Tundra. Larry, how can we help you? Uh, I want to check on idling. Uh I usually take my little dog with me when I go to the grocery store. Sure. So I leave sure. the vehicle running with the AC on mm-hmm. and lock all the doors, of course. And uh, uh, it it was heating up on me. And uh, so I took it in, had it serviced. They uh, did a $99 diagnosis and couldn't find any leaks or any problems uh, except for it charged me for a radiator cap. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, anyway... Uh, after it was serviced, uh, I had to go to the bank, and I had my little guy with me. And uh, it was the first time the gauge went up too hot. Uh-huh. After, after it was serviced with nothing done except the radiator cap, can, is it bad to leave the vehicle idling for that long or no? Well, when you say getting hot, how hot is, it, is hot getting? Well, uh, normally, when I just go to the grocery store, it normally stays right around normal. Well, I don't know what that means. But so on the gauge, is it going to three quarters or a, or half or how how half, much? Half. And, and, half. and what about when it sits and idles for 15 or 20 minutes? Where When you come out, how high is it then? It's still at, at half. Okay. Then, yeah, it's but, fine. But, go ahead. But they couldn't find any leaks or anything. And then that night, I had to go to the bank, and of course, you know, bankers love to talk, so it took me a little longer, and when I came out, the heat gauge was on H, high. Oh, all the way to high. Okay. Well, there's an issue then. you got to get it back to a shop or to whoever looked at it. Now, changing the radiator cap, that changes the pressure. So when you change the pressure, you change the boiling point. That could, I mean, it's not... I don't know without looking at it. We really got to look at the car. But the first part of your question, you don't let the car idle all day long and it should never heat up. My wife does that sometimes. The kids have an appointment and she's like, oh, my God, it's so hot. My phone shut off. I'm like, why is it so hot? Oh, I don't want to have the car running. I'm like, let the car run. <laughs> Stay cool. That's what I would be doing. So, yeah, and most cars can idle all day long and never have an issue if there's not a problem with them. So, Larry, you need to get in and find out what's, what else is wrong with the car that, that's, that's causing it to run hot. Let's see, Michael in Scottsdale. Michael has got a 2007 Chevy Avalanche. Michael, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have taken well, the call I, if I would have known it was you. <laughs> well, I told him to push me off, because, but I heard you said you had open phones, and we never have open phones, I but know. I appreciate the fact that I'm on, because there's a question that I wanted to ask. I always, I think I've talked to you about in the past, but it's a preventative maintenance question, Matt. Okay. So you know this question's coming at you already because I've asked you in the past, but uh, I really want to get a handle on it. So you know I love my 2007 Avalanche. I have about 140,000 miles on it. And, you know, years ago I was a bonehead and I blew the engine. We replaced the engine, and it's great. I'm going to hold on to it till it dies. I love it. My real question is, I've been told that you know, you're never going to have to worry about the engine. You're going to have it forever. It's in great shape. But at 140,000 miles, I probably only have 50 or 60 maybe on the engine uh-huh. for my transmission. That's going to be the big thing I'm looking at. Do I service that? I don't think I've ever been serviced properly. I, well, yeah, you should probably absolutely service it. If you're not having a transmission problem, you should service right. service it. It's like I say, you know, you, if you've got a cavity, mouthwash is not going to fix it. It's too late for that. Mouthwash is the maintenance right. with brushing your teeth. So as long as the transmission is performing well, yes, you should have it serviced, have it checked out. I know the guys that, that uh, up at Husbands did the engine right. in, in up there in Scottsdale and do your service work for you. And I would imagine that when the engine was replaced, they probably serviced the transmission. We try to do it that way, too, so that you kind of have, like, you're starting from zero. But have them take right. a look at the transmission fluid condition. And you, I know you, you do a lot of in-town driving, a lot of stop and go. I'd probably be servicing that transmission every thirty to 50,000 miles. And sometimes you might want to. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I was say sometimes you, you know might want to flush it, and sometimes right. depending on the mileage and what the history is, you want to pull the pan off and change the filter and the fluid, so you can alternate between the two. And I and I do use husbands; they're great. But Nadine and the folks at the previous shop I used to go to, and you remember Nadine? They're the ones who replaced the engine, and I was. I just always get these conflicting stories about, you know, you've got enough miles on that now, and if you haven't serviced it, if you if you service that transmission or put new fluid in it, yeah. you're going to probably make that transmission go. Well, yeah, and yeah, and I'm going to get to uh, Mike and Jeff next, but, yes, that's an old wives' tale, so to speak, of servicing, servicing the transmission fluid. It used to be in the 70s, you know, the detergents in the transmission fluids, you pull, it, pull the fluid out, put in this new fluid, and the detergents clean off all the debris that was holding everything together and the car wouldn't back out of the bay. Uh, that's old news, not happening anymore. And I'm going to take this phone call, see if it's Jeff in Oklahoma, 1992 Toyota pickup. Is that right? Yes, sir. Love you guys, man. I'm away from home, but I'm home. I got um, you, so you're listening. Okay. What's going on? Yes, sir. Uh, check this one out. See if you can solve it. I moved away last year, right? The year before, my speedometer wasn't working. Well, when the car heated up, when the transmission got warm, the speedometer would work. Mm -hmm. So I changed the fluid, figuring that would solve the problem. Mm -hmm. It's still, when it's cold, it will not, speedometer won't work, but once it warms up, it'll start working. <laughs> I'm baffled. It's a 92, so is that a little 22R, little, uh, the, uh, is that one of the early Tundras or the T100s, or is that the smaller Tacoma? That's the, the Tacoma and before, yes, sir. Okay. So it's, the, it's, it's, it's that year before they changed it. Yeah. 92, so, 93. What we've got to do is get a scan tool or get some kind of equipment. There's going to be a speed sensor, and it may or may not be related to the transmission. It depends on where the speedometer is getting the signal from to rotate or to, 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 to show up on the dash. Now, that might be an electronic speedometer where it's taking a speed sensor, sending a signal to a computer, and then there's a motor in the dash that shows you how fast you're going and clicks your mileage in your odometer, or there might be a cable. But the fact that it works intermittently tells me that it's not the cable type. I just don't have the memory of exactly of a 1992 um, um, Toyota. So if it's got... Um, Got a speedometer cable, we've got some different issues. But I suspect you've got a sensor issue. You could have an instrument cluster problem like the Nissan Juke um, customer had. And those can be rebuilt. So, uh, so Jeff, it's really just a matter of finding out how that speedometer gets its signal from where and finding out which part is missing. So just going to need to get some diagnostic work done on that. Mike and Chandler, thanks for the call. I am going to take you off the air. I never leave anybody hanging. So thanks for listening today. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week.